0: At the outer edge of space where union is but a whisper. Humanity scrapes together a living amongst the stars. This is the story of four Lancers, talented pilots at the mechanized chassis, from all corners of the known universe thrown together by circumstance and destiny and probably credits i hope they brought some printers with them because this is bring your own mech a lancer rpg podcast batteries are not included what do you guys think i like it. It.
1: Ooh. fucking sexy <laughs> mikey edit that out
0: no
2: <laughs> don't <laughs> I can't believe you're such a fucking coward.
0: (laughs) Um, But anyhow. Anyways, so welcome, our dear listeners, to our session zero of Bring Your Own Mech. Batteries are not included. Um, Today, I am joined by four really sexy humans. Um, We have... In the southwest corner. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not making this into a wrestling thing. No, um, don't do that. No, I don't know anything about wrestling. I don't know why that suddenly just came to me. But I was like, I feel like I'm announcing people that come into the ring. Duke <laughs> it out. Oh, Okay. Anyways. Um Yeah, you can edit out the bad jokes, Mikey. Just so you know. Don't the ones don't. that don't, really what, don't. Um,
1: which ones are the bad jokes?
0: Oh god, that too. Oh no. Um. Anyways, hi, Aki. Introduce yourself. Who are you?
2: One of these days, I'll change my name, and I'll never have to go first. I'll be hi. Zaki.
0: Oh. okay, would you like me to go you know I'll go reverse i'll I'll go anti alphabetical <laughs> order if you want I'll go with Mikey first hey Mikey, introduce yourself who the fuck are you
1: um fuck uh
0: sorry, that was really aggressive and here we are joined today <laughs> by Mikey. Tell us who you are
1: uh hi
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: uh hi everyone I'm Mikey uh, I use he him pronouns. Uh you could find me at on Twitter at Mikey underscore Rids, I think. Oh Jesus, I don't even know my own Twitter handle.
0: Oh, no. uh, Babe! You gotta
1: what? get on that. Eh, I don't use it that often. What can I say? Um and I will be playing uh Nita, uh call sign Macha, who uses she or her pronouns. Uh oh, yeah. Any other pertinent information
0: uh, i don't know but i'm thinking we're gonna need to do these intros again
1: <laughs> i mikey edit the intros and edit the sound.
0: <laughs> well I- i'm just saying what we might have to do is go is like do more serious ones to like put at the beginning i don't know well we'll figure it out um as we go dusty tell us who you are who are you playing?
3: Uh hello. Um, hi, I'm Dusty. I use he they pronouns. Uh I totally forgot how to do an intro. My brain is dead. Uh I use he they pronouns.
0: This why we need to redo that.
3: <laughs> hello, I am Dusty. I use he they pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Dusty Hill, among amongst other things, but you can find it all on Dusty Hill. Uh today this podcast, this in general podcast, I'm going to be playing uh Zoro Zorro Low. Not Zorro Zoro Low. Uh, call sign, roadkill.
0: Okay, but I can't be the only person thinking about this. But it's like Zoro low is just one vowel away from Zorale and sounding like Orale. I, well, now
4: I, was
1: thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking all the O sounds like Zoro roadkill. It rolls <laughs> off the tongue.
3: Zorolo roadkill. Zoro.
0: Ooh. yeah they call
3: me Zorro. low call sign road
0: i like it i like it and uh <laughs> we have aubrey here tell us who you are aubrey
4: hello i am aubrey i use she her pronouns uh and you can find me on twitter at mad queen cosplay i am also the gm of goblet and gays and i'm mama gary and among a million other things um but st- in this show, I shall be playing Sarah Davenport, call sign Silver.
0: And last but certainly not least, Aki.
2: Hello, I'm Aki. I use she, her pronouns. You can also find me on Goblins and Gays uh, and shit. And uh, we're going to be redoing this. So fuck, 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 fuck. And
0: um, Shit, I, will... I love that shit show.
2: <laughs> it's so full of shit though um and <laughs> i will be so. <laughs> i will be playing vim zaheer bomb vanderpump Greenagale dow the third or just zim zim fuck me vim for short uh call sign moxie Who also uses she/her pronouns and her mech is the IPSN Tortuga,
0: aka Grunt. Nice. Grunt. I've named. I've named named it Grunt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the name Zim is off limits because I think we'll get sued if we use.
2: No. Yeah. But here's the issue: (laughs) it's because her name is Vim, but her but the first surname that pops up is here so it becomes zim for me it used to be nim (laughs) so like this is very (laughs) unfortunate for me
0: well i'll get used to it eventually um because yeah i'm definitely going to have to practice your five surnames a lot to be able to say them so they roll off the tongue oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah but yeah, finally, uh, I am Reed. You can find me on Twitter at replays, And I am the GM of this show. I also GM the Deimos Paradox, which has been on Tabletop Roulette and now will be released on my own show. Um, and what else? Oh, yeah, I do a lot of things. Find me. Call me, beat me. If you want to reach me. Get him. Yeah. Wait, are you sticking people on me?
3: No, you said you told them to told people to find you. I'm telling them to find you. Yeah. Anyways, what are we playing?
0: Uh, I think we're playing Lancer, but oh, I don't shit. know. I I just opened this like wacky PDF. It has mechs on it and people with band aids on their faces. Um, it gotta and... be one of my
1: favorite genders. <laughs>
0: The two genders. Mechs Thanks, I hate it. And people with band-aids on their faces.
3: <sighs> Alright, cool. It's the cool. only binary
0: that matters. Um, Is but in all seriousness, uh yeah, sorry, babe. Uh you're, you're locked in. Fuck. Um, but yes, today we are we are well today and hopefully forevermore. Uh, Just kidding. We will for hopefully a while be playing the Lancer RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. Um, It is a fantastic game, Mud and Lasers RPG, in which the player characters are called Lancers. Uh, which is the in-universe name for mecha pilots. Uh, the pilots of mechanized chassis that are as diverse as the Tortuga, which is basically a hunk of... It is the hunk of the uh, of the Lancer mechs. Correct me if I'm wrong.
3: No, and it's so great. I love the Tortuga.
0: Or you can pilot the Pegasus, which is absolute nightmare fuel um or you can pilot the kid which is possibly one of my favorite mech frames out there it just looks like a little like a little horse uh, but less of a nightmare horse map in it yeah it's like less of a nightmare horse than the pegasus it's, it's a little bit more like a tank horse um God, yeah. there's so many so many fantastic mechs out there. I highly recommend checking out this RPG. It's been out for a couple of years now. Um, but I fell in love with it the moment I cracked open my copy uh and by cracking it open, I mean I opened the PDF. <laughs> and uh and here we are. Here we are. Uh so really quickly before we get started, um I like to make a big deal out of this because I think that more podcasts need to be very, especially actual play podcasts need to be upfront about safety tool usage. Um, and that we might not always have like safety tools be at the forefront of our recordings. Uh, I think if there's a chance to keep things in, I would like to keep things in. Um but I want people at the forefront to know that that's something that I take very seriously and that uh, will be underlying all of our work that we're doing here today. Um, So what we're using for safety tools are lines and veils. Um, I also employ the X card, which basically anyone can DM me X for any reason, we will stop play, we will rewind, we will do whatever we have to do to figure out what what we where we went wrong and where we're going to resume um, and that is a way for everyone to feel safe you can send me the X card for any reason at all, it doesn't matter and you don't have to explain yourself beyond just saying this is what I am uncomfortable with, I am invoking the X card. Beyond that we have lines and veils which Um, You know, obviously we can't plan for every single situation that we might come across um, because there are certainly things in life that we don't think are triggering or uncomfortable, but might end up being so in the moment. Um, But lines and veils help us sort of form a picture of what our game is going to look like going forward and what uh, themes and situations we want to avoid. So lines being things that we do not want explored during the course of play at all. Veils being, I would prefer that it be only alluded to, not be deeply explored, or to fade too black. Um so basically I, I think would people mind if I shared some of like the basic ones that we put on, like not attributing to them than to anyone, but just like sharing what are some of our lines and veils are.
1: Do it. Yeah, cool. yeah I'm fine. Do it. Yeah, do that's good. It. Cool.
0: cool. Also, I need to crack open a window because I'm about to melt in my seat.
3: I that... thought you were talking about on your computer. I'm like, yeah, you just right click.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to right click my physical window open. Yeah, do um, it. Do it. Okay. So as far as lines go. The lines we have are things such as uh, sexual assault and torture, uh death and harm to children, uh racism, homophobia, miscarriage, any kind of uh, s- uh sexual situations between minors, um, let's see transphobia those are those are our lines which. Those are pretty typical of most groups I've been in. And these are things that I don't like to have in my games either. So I'm glad we're all on the same page there. Um, As far as veils, so softer limits, um, where we might have fade to black or we don't explicitly describe things, um, but we have on that uh, on that note, we have uh, romance and sex, uh, you know, Clusters of holes so like tryptophobia type of things. Um, those are things that we can maybe imply, not describe, uh, have fade to black uh, which I agree with because you know <laughs> we're not trying to have a, a porno up in here. I like a little bit of romance kind of, but you know keeping it PG13, PG, you know chaste, whatever I I appreciate that.
1: Or horny so, bastards.
0: Yeah, w- we can be horny, though. We can be horny on Maine.
3: Hey. Good. <laughs> I hope so.
0: Oh, yeah. We can be horny. It's more just that uh when, when I see uh, people doing veils of romance and sex, it's usually more that, you know... Uh, We are like having relationships and romance happen in game is not necessarily off the table, but obviously, when things are moving into a place where in a movie the camera would pan away or fade to black, that is where we will leave it. Um, and we can make jokes and imply and whatever, but we're not going to role play it at all. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, are there any questions about lines, veils, X card? Uh, anything about safety tools?
2: Mm.
0: Nah. No, not
4: particularly.
0: All right. So let's get into the fun stuff. Let's talk Oh, characters. we are
1: in the fun stuff already?
0: I mean, safety tools are really fun because safety tools allow you to have better games. Mm-hmm. And you can yes. fucking quote me on that. Reed said in 2021... The safety tools are the way to have fun games.
3: Yeah. And just remember, like, we use them because, hey, consent is sexy. Yep. Okay, exactly. exactly.
0: Consent is super fucking sexy. It's so hot. Anyways, um, I'm going to need to take a cold shower after that. Dusty, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to make but that a joke. Deep, we, we went we went with, yeah, let's be horny. And I was like, OK, cool, cool. Suck, fucking. Nah.
0: Shoe, hey, slipper, Suck, <laughs> fucking chuckle you. You know what? I never pretend to not be horny on main. I'm just saying um, it's my state of being. But um, anyway, let's talk about our characters. <laughs> Not about being horny for safety tools.
3: So characters, yeah, uh, Mikey. Do you want to start since you're first, or do some matter? Thanks for taking
0: over the podcast for me, Tasi. I don't
3: know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, characters. Who wants to go first? Uh, I and mean, um,
4: what? Do we, what? Do we, like what, what? do we want to say about our characters? That's another, another yeah. thing. Okay. Like so here,
0: so Here's we are. We're all
4: on the same page. So.
0: Yeah, okay. So so thank you Dusty for wrangling us, but um what I had in mind was we could talk briefly about backgrounds. Um and specifically I I think more I want to focus on like pilot and mech builds as opposed to like your past. I think a brief description of your character and their past like a little bit is fine. You know, like obviously the basic stuff is great. Um but I want to keep a lot of it to the imagination because we'll explore it in the game um but more specifically i'd like to talk about the mechanics because you know that's what's so fun about lancer is that it is uh a kind of crunchier game than what a lot of people in our circles are kind of used to
1: if we're doing sense. If we're doing pilot and mech stuff, may I suggest I go last because mine requires a bit more explanation than just what's in the book.
0: All right. Sounds good to me. Um, who would like to go first? I mean, I could go. <laughs> All right. Let's hear and Let's hear it.
3: So. So, like I said, I'm playing uh, Zorolo, low uh, call sign roadkill. Uh, the the kind of idea for the billows doing zoro is kind of just like on the run from fucking everyone uh so i went more like sneaky but also like punchy uh and fast like for both the pilot and then the mech so like for instance like i have hack our fix for all my skills stay cool uh, read a situation get somewhere quickly apply mm-hmm. fist to face you know basic stuff um like for some of the gear i chose i chose like the handheld printer because that just like you could do fucking like whatever um the proso collar which i think is really cool it's like a collar that pretty much makes a holographic image of a face and you could change it to like you know be more sneaky and pretend you're someone else uh and mat clamps in case I need to walk on ceilings maybe I don't know
0: I mean you should be preparing for anything
3: yeah you know you know um
0: you know me by now
3: I don't know what you're talking about uh yeah (laughs) um and as far as mech the I think we'll get into it once we actually start playing but my mech is not mine I stole it uh from someone's character's parents um (laughs) <laughs> so I'm calling it not what you're looking for, and so I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing uh, the duskwing wing, which uh, just looks badass. It's very much like very assassiny looking.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, I really like that one.
3: Mm-hmm. Like really... one of the big things I like is it has a neuro spike, which means I could like. Uh, Yeah I could choose yourself Or an allied character Your systems relay blurred illusory images Over their actual silhouette And your target treats you or the character you choose As invisible So I could just like hide in plain sight And it's cool shit
0: And you could fucking fly
3: And I could fucking fly
0: Fuck yeah Specifically
1: you can hover when you move
3: Yeah yeah it's dope It's very assassiny It's like almost I took it from an assassin's parents
0: Okay. Hmm. interesting
3: yeah i mean that, that's that's kind of like like build wise and like whatever that's kind of what i have for um zorro
0: you mean oh oh i forgot that his name is actually zorro <laughs> yeah Zoro.
3: or roadkill call sign roadkill
0: uh, and for they, uh, some reason i got it mixed up in my head i was like zolo his name zolo
3: no Zoro. zorro low
0: Oh god, I'm gonna say it wrong so much.
3: Zarolo Ro, to kill.
0: I'm just gonna call you Z Lo now. Z Lo.
1: Jason Zarolo. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Tarulu. <laughs>
3: oh uh, fuck. Alright, who's next?
0: Awesome. Uh let's hear from Aubrey. Sure,
4: right, yeah. Um, so um my character, a brief, like, elevator pitch of my character is rich girl who ran away and is in hiding and is trying to st- stay away from her family. That is the elevator pitch of my character. Um, so my character is... Um, for skills, uh, I definitely wanted to um, go play up Agile and, you know, uh, someone who's studied a bit of tactics. Um, for the skill triggers, I took... Um, get somewhere quickly charm, leader inspire, and survive um, and for like the, uh, like the talents I did the duelist, the tactician, and the leader I- I'm still honestly unsure of what half of this stuff means because I am very much still learning the system <laughs> leader? and uh, honestly I haven't really chosen items yet because I'm still trying to figure out what half of them do um but uh the mech I will be using is the uh the Smith uh Smith uh Shimano Corpo metal mark. Uh this one is named Knife Edge.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh the the good news is that um fuck I was gonna say something about what you were saying about not knowing what the things do and I forgot Mm. forgot what I was gonna say that's fine
3: it's all crunchy crunch
0: it's it is crunchy crunch um but I think that what I what I like so much is that every mech in Lancer has really clear flavor And you immediately can think of like a vision. I mean, also the art is amazing in general, Um, but you can sort of immediately get like, oh, that's what this mech does. But they're also highly customizable. So obviously there's a ton of options. And so just because uh, I don't think we mentioned for the listeners, but we're starting at license level one. (laughs) We're starting at one. Uh for yeah. some reason I had it in my brain we were doing two, but my brain I don't trust I don't trust them. That my brain's just my brain has ADHD and yeah, we're just not dealing with it.
3: Aubrey, do you have anything else <laughs> going episode. to us now? about your character.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else what else do we need to know about Sawyer?
4: Um Sawyer, uh, you know, that uh she is really good at uh if you know she did ballet and studied tactics so she's very agile and you know likes to know the layout of things and tries to plan ahead will it work or you know do anything for her who knows
0: i always we'll love the planners so unless you have anything else to tell us about your character
4: um i mentioned the i mentioned the mech so
0: yeah Uh, Well, in that case, we will take the floor over to the one, the only
2: Aki. I was like, did you forget? I
4: got
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, All right. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about Moxie. So, um, T.L.D.R., moxie is a garbage baby that was found by uh five uh ragtag bitches as we would like to call mercs actually and they thought well we can totally raise a kid and 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 that's pretty much it like as a as a as a as a general concept um also hence why she has like five surnames but like It's fine. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) As for a build, I, too, I am a very newbie noob for Lancer. Um, So in terms of gear and stuff, I'm still reading through a lot of it. But uh, something you should know about Vim is that uh, she is uh, very immune compromised and like missing at least two limbs but it's fine she got better and uh, so i will be trying to optimize it narratively that way at least so if i can find gear that works like maybe light armor or something like that which i'm pretty sure it, is there like i read it somewhere <laughs> and and some there was something about a third arm and i was like ooh i wonder how much reed will let me get away
0: with. <laughs> oh you um, know will let you get away with anything oh yeah he he he
2: um so there is there are those things that i'm still considering uh as for things like skills i took like uh vim is a is is the techie uh out of the group so she's got stuff like hacker fix patch um invent or create blow something up and read a situation because you know if i'm gonna be a spiteful bitch i gotta at least know how to read someone uh, tactical profile. Um, she will be a, a talent that I chose also fit, I hope, uh, which are grease monkey combined arms and engineer. And yeah, I'm pretty sure I oh, love all that. Those picture. are good talents. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope they are. I mean, they sound like they are like some of them. I was like, Ooh, I understand these. Uh, oh, and I have like, I put like the extra, Point in like grease monkey because I like just leveled it up and I'm like I want to be the greasiest monkey. Um uh, <laughs> here that likes that talent? He, I know.
1: I really we were like talking. It. It's a good talent.
2: <laughs> it is. Um and uh for mech I'm going with the Tortuga. I am mostly going it because I like its name. It reminds me of like like a turtle and it reminds mm. me of the Pokemon Torterra and um and and <laughs> I like uh the idea of very small very very small, but with the biggest fucking neck and then I heard what everybody else was I'm like I'm gonna fucking die so I guess um I, I will be your literal shield uh which is fun uh, I also have a pet space axolotl because I can I can I, I asked <laughs>
0: um. Should I do Vim's voice or be good? Oh. Uh, I mean, I think the people would demand a preview. So I'm tempted to say, yeah, just give us a little taste.
1: Prepare a yourself, little, audience. A little,
0: a little yeah, flight. A little taster flight of what we're in for. <laughs> Hello,
2: my name is Vim's year Bomb Vanderpump, Greenagill, Dow the Third. And I've come to... Arrest you. No, fuck no, cops. ACAP. Fuck cops. A cap. <laughs> fucking A cap. <laughs> Pop a cap in your ass. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like fucking something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that well, song's well, been stuck in my head.
3: Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Uh,
3: All right. Well. I mean, I'll be doing an accent, but I'll just do that later
0: that's that's vim for you so if you weren't convinced to watch our show by this like rambling uh session zero i hope that that convinced you
3: we'll be on the shoulder of the tortugas bag
0: it's fine yep. we'll we'll release the session zero and episode one so like people can listen to session zero if they want to hear us just like be total bimbos but like then they'll get into session or episode one. Be like, "Oh, okay, this is like an actual game." I swear,
4: we're professionals.
0: We're, no, we're not sort
4: of
2: professionals. <laughs> there is no such thing as a professional, in my opinion. You're only good, or you get good, or you're shit.
0: <laughs> Wise words from Vim herself. Um. Well.
1: I'm gonna yeah die.
0: Uh, I think she's also gonna kill me. I, I was almost gonna say let's talk about the world, but I realized that Mikey wanted to go last
1: <laughs> last and certainly least <laughs> false um in comparison to five surnames previously uh Nita callsign matcha uh is very much a tabula rasa kind of character, uh just an elevator pitch of Nita. Essentially, she was uh, flat. Like she's actually the flash clone of someone else that went eh, a little wrong, ended up losing an arm in the process, and the uh, company that did it, Harrison Armory, which is one of the big four mech manufacturers, and otherwise are just kind of generally space fascists, were like, eh, "Let's give this bitch a cannon," and they just stuck her on a spec ops team, and nita's like got that person like nita (laughs) isn't completely uh no thoughts head empty there's just like not a whole lot of awareness going on so nita was like "Eh, i'm not really about this and just kind of left harrison armory with a stolen mech hasn't hasn't really realized that that's a terrible thing and doesn't realize that she's technically company property and that can't that can't go wrong right there's two
3: stolen mechs oh
1: yeah um so for the more crunchy side uh i have it here uh Macha's more of uh even though she's like a rather large woman um her skill triggers are all about kind of like laying low she was trained as a sniper so survive get somewhere quickly spot word on the street uh, some of her pilot gear is about like either turning invisible or just kinda of surviving, like the smart scope that can scout up to two miles and just get a bunch of information, uh camo cloth with turned invisible, or the best item for having a great party with your friends in outer space, a sleeping bag that oh, protects right. against the vacuum of space. Wait, does it actually <laughs> seriously you can climb it to your sleeping bag, gaining immunity to burn?
0: I know how this campaign ends.
1: You can climb it to your sleeping <sighs> bag, gaining immunity to burn, protection against vacuum, and enough air to last an hour. However, while in the sleeping bag, you are stunned and can't take any other actions. Okay, other than but to if exit y'all the don't bag.
0: escape some sort of it's like insane pod. explosion in the goddamn sleeping bag i i'm throwing the podcast away we're done it's
4: happening I, I want that Since i all want us, this so all badly in in matcha's sleeping bag i will we're do anything. Space.
0: <laughs> i will do literally anything for this to happen i'm going to space you all at every opportunity for this to occur it's going Lazed. to kill my
2: character,
0: but <laughs> probably. do it. Do <laughs> it. Oh my god! You will probably all die, but I just want you to be space trash in a sleeping bag. <laughs> I'm already space trash for an, an hour?
1: hour. I can't believe you didn't read that part. Anyways, uh, well,
0: continue. no, of course I didn't
1: read that part. <laughs> Continuing with the vore of the technical side. Um,
2: with the vor.
3: More. Oh. more more <laughs> okay. More, okay. More, more, I more I was
0: like and y'all didn't even laugh when I said I was horny for safety tools but then we talk about vor it was like Bleh. well Vore wasn't in a line or a veil which means it's
2: allowed <laughs> no it is not <laughs> it's so allowed
3: Did, a- Aki has a point read anyways I need to, like, I'm putting Vore with down no as my line <laughs> Mikey.
0: The only Vore allowed is Griffin Mahoroy crunching on the banana. Oh my
3: god, that's
1: not... Okay, anyways, my mech skills are agility 2 and engineering 1. <laughs> uh, My talents are Crackshot for the sniper aspect, Infiltrator for laying low, Skirmisher for just generally hard-to-killness, and Nuclear Cavalier, which is blow up or get blowed up. Nice. Uh, And the reason I wanted to go last is that right now I'm planning on taking gear from the Harrison Armory Tokugawa, uh, which would be essentially the mech that I escaped in that I'm now calling the Intensive Purpose. Uh, But later on, once we get higher enough license levels for it, I'm going to switch to actually a homebrew mech that I made... Kind of as a gift to read for introducing me to Lancer, and also just so I could add them into the game in canon. Welcome,
0: babe. Also, <laughs> that means I yeah. So low key, uh, slight spoilers, but uh, as a promise to my dear Mikey, I did promise that I would put myself my my mech manufacturer self into this game at some point so good there will be a really weird meta moment where i'm playing a lancer version of myself so what you're saying is i
2: have a chance Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you didn't Uh... think you all you didn't have a chance already
1: if the files So what you're been...
0: saying is I have a chance now? Whoa. Holy
1: crap. Now that oh, I Jesus. know. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Mikey, throw compression on everything. <laughs> uh if the files for the DRC custom outfitters, both the uh, homebrew Google Doc as well as the LC dot LCP should be up eventually. But my intent is to take The sniper class from that, the DRC Co. Franklin. Uh, To go into a little bit of that gear, once I pull it up, uh, essentially, you start off with like a bolt action sniper rifle, and like, I'm probably going to change around some of the things because it just seems more fun. But then once you get up, you get like a big ass sniper rifle, you get a deployable cover that. Uh, that eats tech attacks, and when you pop your core ult- or core ability, it's basically just like that one scene from Wanted where, like, you just bend bullets, essentially. Magic. I said, yeah, I don't really know how else to describe it other than uh, if I pop that core ultimate, <laughs> heads are gonna pop. It's <laughs> <Let's> cool. <go. laughs> uh... Well, that's really it for that.:
0: Oh, well, yeah, no, um, literally, uh I mean, honestly, Mikey, you should make an itch page. I don't know if you said you were gonna. But I probably will.: I think uh, that you should, because uh, like, babe, your your Lancer homebrew is really good. It's really good. And I wish that it wasn't wasted on swine like myself. Um, And I think that you should definitely share it and that anybody listening to this, I hope that maybe it's available by the time you listen to this because it's really awesome. Mikey, edit in more flared
3: <laughs> we'll 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 make Mikey put it up so it's uh up in time for an episode release, right?
0: Yes, please.
1: Right? We'll please. Uh, please. I mean
3: So if you are interested <laughs> in using
1: the DRC Co. uh expansion pack, uh you'll get essentially uh four new mechs. Uh if you if you couldn't tell by the regular thing, all of uh, the companies are, are like name their mechs after different things, like piracy, different types of moths or butterflies, uh advanced d d monsters, uh, warlords, all of DRC Co. is named after famous women in science. So you get uh, the Elfiri, uh who is a small but tanky support. You, uh, you get the uh, Curie, which is essentially the Hulk. Uh, you get the Franklin, which I've already described. And you get the Lovelace, which is essentially Zenyatta from Overwatch. And a bunch of core bonuses that I also have to change because I need to play test it.
0: You know what? It's okay. We'll figure it out. But honestly, no, this is the sneakiest fucking shit when you, like, that one time were just like, so, Reed, like, who are your favorite, uh, scientists? And I was like, well, let me tell you about all these really cool women that are unsung in the stem world and that was how these came to be also it started just pouring outside but the sun oh, yeah. is out so
3: whoa it's pouring in the world
1: anyways um, if it's up download it the file so we can demand that Reed put themselves into the game if not I mean that's fair That's really fair if you don't want to download it but help I mean, I'm out. going
0: to put myself in this game as an old person, just so you know, as an old crotchety bitch.
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: like I'm gonna put myself in the game as Toph was in Legend of Korra. Oh no, like, a cop? no, no that, was, that was her daughter. We don't <laughs> like, talk um, about never her, seen
1: that. Mikey. Edit it. my next line out. So you're essentially going to become Granny from our previous game.
0: Yes. Are basically. you going to
1: be in the kid as well?
0: Mm, no, I'm going to be in one of my own mechs, of course.
1: Oh fuck yeah! Okay, Mikey, continue editing back in. I don't know. <laughs> all this Mikey, this is going to be a running this is going to be a running joke, and I'm not actually going to we're cut. Gonna, it. We're <laughs> all yeah. just
0: like
4: in certain episodes, just going to be like, Mikey, edit that out.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like how are you going to find all these? <laughs> No, by I mean, listening to the episode.
0: Yeah.
2: How else? <laughs> bet.
1: Are you saying that there are editors
3: that don't actually listen to the episode while to edit Look, it? I've gotten pretty good at editing. I know what sound waves. It sounds like when I'm doing an intro or outro or when I cough or laugh too hard.
0: Pbh though I've I've now been editing the cascade episodes for the Damus paradox and I know exactly what my ums look like. That's funny. They all look the same. Like the um, they they all have this like kind of long shape and they taper at the end. I know exactly what they look like and how to cut them out. But I have listened to the whole episodes, so you know, got me there. But. Uh, we've talked about our backgrounds, our pilots, our mech builds. So let's talk a little bit about the world because honestly, I've left it really vague on purpose. Um, I kind of want things to feel, I think, I think the fun, one of the big draws about Lancer RPG is that Lancer has baked in lore that is really, really cool, which I highly highly recommend to anybody that is interested in looking at the game. Look at the lore. It's really cool. Everything about the Modest One entity, AKA Deimos, AKA Ra, uh, everything about the origin of non-human persons and the five voices. Um, the formation of Union, the uh, original exodus of humans from Earth, now known as Cradle. The The lore of Lancer is rich and really cool. Um, however, I'm sort of taking a step back from it as a person that is playing in Lancer lore. Because while I love it, I also want to, because I've already been working on the Deimos Paradox, which is really like just Lancer lore, uh, the Lancer lore podcast, if you will. Um, I want to explore beyond that because the thing about space in the year 5016, which is when Lancer sort of vaguely takes place, um, humans have been living outside of Earth for thousands of years. And have traveled very, very far. Uh, So this story really takes place on the on the absolute outer edges of the known universe. Um, This is not necessarily taking place in the Long Rim, which is another really cool supplement. um, But pretty damn close.
1: Speaking of which, I should link the map of the universe
0: Oh yeah. There's a map.
1: There is a map. map. It's a really it's a really good map.
0: It's a good map. I'm gonna mostly ignore it, but we it's (laughs) a really good map.
3: (laughs) It's a great map.
4: We're not gonna pay attention to it,
0: but it's a great map.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be in this box over here with a nice shiny lock. We'll get to it when we get to it.
0: Well, here's the thing: is that in the Lancer core book they literally say that there are the five voices or the bicameral minds that are these enormous supercomputers that basically together they determine all the possibilities of all universes and they together decide on the primary timeline of events the so most likely timeline of events and so that basically means that uh all games in the Lancer system are canon because they could all take place in different parallel timelines. <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying is i i have uh I have ideas for how this game might go and things that you might encounter that are technically canon in this whole world. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> Um, and, and I, and I think that I, like I said, I have such respect and love for the Lancer lore, but I also just want to explore what it's like beyond the reaches of union beyond the, that sort of, um, entity, what it's like for people that are really at the absolute edge of space. So like we're talking, people might know what union is, but there's probably also lots of people that don't. Also, anybody in here not know what Union is? Because I realize I'm throwing out a lot of like words.
4: I do not.
2: I was expecting that we had a Union Union against you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. So, okay. Union is against
1: Reed.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so so Lancer lore, uh, Basically, humanity has gone through, like, a few different stages of expansion from Earth. Um, And the last of which has sort of culminated in Union, which is a, I'm doing air quotes here, utopian government. I personally don't believe that because I think any government that calls itself utopian is suspect. Um, And that's kind of how I have treated it in the Deimos Paradox. Um, but the suffice to say, Earth fucked itself as it currently is right now. But and so humans basically put themselves onto arcs, if you will, to go out and search of new worlds to populate far out into the universe, and uh, expecting to never see Earth again. Earth, however, did sort of recover. And then as Earth went through this sort of second revival, they sent out more colonists into space and made contact with those previous expeditions that had actually established themselves on other planets for now uh, a thousand, a couple thousand years. So uh, it, it's this really fascinating tapestry of... Uh, of human exploration that's happened then comes along the second committee and the second committee are basically nazis they're space fascists they're bad um they were overthrown by the third committee that has now named itself union which is better but you know there's still arguably issues with union for sure and so that is where we are at now in the year 5,016. So Union is a sort of pan-galactic government. There's not like countries like there were in Earth, which is now renamed Cradle. There's there's nothing like that. It's sort of a pan-human government. Is, uh, have I got everyone so far? Yeah. yeah.
1: And okay. the various yeah. companies that we have our mechs from are companies in the sense that they do like basically like what amazon does just like so many services uh usually on multiple different planets and all up usually with more or less shady things going on like each manufacturer is pretty bad some more bad than others but
0: yeah and so there may not be countries in the way that we, rem- that we think of as people living in the 21st century. But the, the, the manufacturers, these companies sort of have created divisions and make it so that, they're, so that union is the utopian pan-human government. But it's not the only entity vying for power or the only entity that has power in this universe. Because ultimately, money talks. So in Lancer, in general, they don't make mention of money until the Long Rim where they do actually incorporate some credits. And that's something that I'm not going to keep track of money. But y'all are always going to be short on it. Um, no
4: we're always going to be poor
0: <laughs> that oh, bounty is just going to
1: slip through our fingers every episode and we just have to say escape. Oh, C- okay. okay. well i don't
0: mean it quite like that but i'm just saying that union is almost a legend out where you all are at the edge of space um and and ultimately credits are how you get things out here you have printers, which is how you are able to print your mechs, but uh, they're expensive. They require power to operate. Power requires money. And so that is where we are at with your group. Is you're just trying to scrape a living out on the edge of space, out in the wild, wild outer edges of, known, of the known universe.
3: Mm-hmm. Every every place we get to that's further away, space coffee is five more credits. Oh no! Okay, we spent all of our credits on space coffee.
4: Yes, No, I'm
0: not. No, I'm not. Literally going to keep track of your money. It's more that like the the convention of it's sort of like in Firefly where you know that they like uh, that they're getting money for doing jobs. But most of it probably goes into repairing their ship, which was uh, horribly maimed in the last job, and you know, buying food and fuel
3: and space coffee. So,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and space coffee and space avocado toast. You know, dang, you all space
1: matcha. Why do you think it's did to keep sign.
0: spending your money on space avocado toast? <laughs> uh,
4: uh, you
1: guys. we could afford
4: a house.
2: You guys do not understand how badly I want to make fun of you. But I will <laughs> refrain myself as the baby
0: gay.
1: Wait, whoa, 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 Wait, what whoa. What do we
0: say that's... T- uh, what do you want to make fun We're of? I have baby
1: now. gay on my mug. That's true.
3: Oh, you where's my elder gay mug?
2: You guys are just... You're just uh-huh. asking for it, like... Just <laughs> fucking do it. Like, what what the- are you going to do? Oh. I don't know, I don't no, know Anyways,
3: we should probably go on before Aki roast us That's going to be bonus content for our Patreon That's not up yet, but follow us on Patreon That
0: <laughs>
3: World stuff aside um, <laughs> So we're on like the outer rim The long rim Yeah, uh,
0: kind of the long rim, I think uh, I I hesitate to call it the long rim because to be truthful, I've only very curse done a cursory look over that stuff. So let's let's actually talk a little bit about how um like leveling up happens in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, leveling up in this game really is you gain access to more licenses, um, and it's supposed to be kind of more like oh, as you become a more experienced pilot you have access to more advanced licenses, which makes sense and is a good, but I think that more how we're going to do it is it's going to have more of a narrative weight to it that you'll get access to licenses through jobs that you do. Because this is, this is the outer edge of space, baby. You know, uh, ain't nothing in this world for free. So that's kind of more how I'm looking at. How do people feel about that?
4: I'm excited. Because it may
0: not be like a single license, but if you tell me, hey, Reed, I have my eye on this license. I might be like, hey, this NPC is offering you you know, whatever license that you're interested in. But uh, you got to grease some palms first. Eh? Oh, and just... to
1: me, these questions three.
3: No,
0: no, uh, we're not. We're not <laughs> <just so> riddles, <laughs>
3: there's a so you're telling me is we're going to be doing nothing but side quests down.
0: Well, here's the thing, too, is that uh, my whole kind of thought process for this game is you know i absolutely the i mean the anime that is my favorite absolute favorite anime of all time is cowboy bebop and here's the thing about cowboy bebop is that there's no real overarching story everything is episodic it's really I i mean you could argue that some of the personal arcs are a little overarching, but ultimately that's that the point of the story is more of you know going job to job and kind of staying the same and this this feeling of of sort of being stuck in the same place because you can't get anywhere. You have to just, you have to work to eat and then everything that you've worked for goes right back into your ship, into your food, what have you. And it's that sort of feeling of like, you know, you can never get ahead doing this life. Um, And so to me, like I've already done at least uh, most, at least at this point, at point of recording uh, three out of five of the arcs for the Deimos Paradox are done. Um, and the Deimos Paradox is more of my like project that has been the traditional like, oh, there is this big overarching plot and it mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, complex and there's, um, you know, world ending stakes, etc., this is a smaller story. This is a story about four lancers who find each other through circumstance or destiny or credits, whatever you want to fucking call it. And it's about I, I at least I feel like the themes here, what I'm picking up is like found family about, you know, scraping by and maybe trying to do some good where you can. Or hmm. do some bad and some queer shit okay
3: yeah cool yeah yeah that, that that was gonna be like uh my question it was like so what's the overall tone um because yeah. with the characters we kind of have right now personally i could see it going either like very very like space westerny but also just fucking chaos all around which is kind of what my specialty is
0: Yeah, well, and and I originally pitched this to y'all as a space western, and like I said, my my influences for this are really heavily Cowboy Bebop, but also things like Firefly. Fuck Joss Whedon, but I did enjoy (laughs) Firefly when I watched it. Um, Still, fuck you, Joss Whedon. Um, Yep. And so I think that we can find a balance between the comedy, but also like... The but 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 also that sense of treading water, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. But also, the thing is, like, all of y'all have uh pasts, some of y'all have some really fun pasts that I'm definitely not going to hold over you, of um, course not. And I think that a big theme of those shows also is that, you know, all you can do is tread water. You can't outrun your past. It always catches up with you. And you're
1: going to take the Sisyphus class NHP. Do we just but all share that? I, oh my God. I
0: personally think that that doesn't like mean that our game is not going to be as funny as fuck because it's going to be really fucking funny but i like to also make my sci-fi kind of uh, uh wax philosophical and existential mm-hmm. as well so we're definitely going to explore yeah. more serious themes yeah. so i think i think some people get really hung up on tone um and i think that it can be a useful way with which to view uh and analyze shows and mm. um Movies and books and whatever But I think sometimes It's more often Not something so simple as This is a serious podcast Or this is a comedy podcast You know it's mm-hmm.
4: both Yeah this
0: is a serious You bring a story
3: and then the players Find the humor in it Yeah like my past Is five feet tall and keeps on chasing Me with their axolotl
2: Well now excuse fucking you I'm eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh i'm sorry for uh mishiding
0: you
2: mm-hmm. you mishided me and now you must die peacefully i don't know
0: no in your sleep
4: With the <laughs> I literally anytime you're talking about this i think of that i just think of that like it's like a Moana situation, or like yeah. a Indigo Montoya situation.
2: Yeah. No, no, I'm channeling. I am fucking, I am fucking channeling those two for those fiber. <laughs> bitch. I don't want to fucking do the dishes for a week, and you stole my mommy's mac.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah. you're gonna have a lot of fun listening to us. Oh, dear Mm. listeners. Yeah, Yeah. I mean,
0: basically uh, how I see this this is mostly episodic in the style of a lot of like Western TV shows. If you've watched Firefly, Cowboy Bebop, The Mandalorian is also a great example. You know, they go job to job. But that doesn't mean that it's not, or or The Witcher also does this. Mm, I know some yeah. people are like, oh, The Witcher is so episodic. I'm like, well, what's wrong with episodic? Episodic can be great. Small yeah. contained stories are fun. And that's what this is going to be, is that my expectation is hopefully like, You know, if somebody wanted to skip a job and go to the next one or whatever, they're still going to have fun and they're going to understand what the dynamic of the characters are. And that's really what's most important to me is that that's very clear from the outset. So your first job is going to be fun. Uh, We're calling it the train job. Definitely not ripping off Firefly. Nope. Oh Oh my
1: God, we get to do training. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, it's okay i've never seen firefly i don't anything you throw at me no, is gonna be fucking new. Good. i i change i i changed enough that we're not gonna get sued um mm. we're just calling it, it, spite, it. And,
4: and, and i i guess uh, you know uh we are where i i one of my other big questions is we we're all starting off in like first of, first episode we do is going to be like most of our characters first meetings yes cool
0: yeah so uh basically my idea is that um you Sawyer are going to be on the mm. train. The yep. other three will have been contracted to uh procure something that's on the the train. Also the train is not really a train, it's a it's a transport. Mm. Um train. which we'll talk more about it's when a we train actually transport. But, uh but don't worry, you'll have plenty to do on the train. It'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait until you know what you're actually stealing. PCR <laughs> players.
3: Oh my you're god! Yell at the at me for a laser a disc?
0: Nope. <laughs> you're you're gonna yell at me for being a nerd. And oh my I'm god, being... it's the
1: 1996 original website of Space Jam.
0: No, no, it's not. Fuck you. Oh, oh my god. Maybe it's well, Club Penguin. Uh, should we? <laughs> That'd be cool. I think we're like pretty much wrapping up here. Should we? I have, do... a wor-
1: I, I nope. have one more thing. Uh, I don't want to step on whatever you want to say, because I. You're fine. I also bit just want to the... eat dinner. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about how we're going to do combat.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, good point. We're uh, doing theater of the mind. So, yeah, I prefer theater of the mind for a podcast. I think that it uh, listens better. Um, ultimately Lancer is a crunchy style combat where, you know, distances and, uh, conditions and cover matter a lot, and it can be a lot of fun to play with a map. And so I just want anyone that's listening to this podcast to realize that I have my very, I, I figured out my own style of running the combat And that it does not necessarily have to be the only way that you run this combat. It's very similar to if you've listened to any D&D or Pathfinder podcasts. There's a lot of them that will also be a feeder of the mind. And that's simply because it's not fun to listen to someone go, oh, you're five spaces ahead of me. I'm going to move my guy around here and take half cover or whatever. You know, that's not really interesting. I prefer to go for a more cinematic kind of combat system. So, about like doing cool things and coming up with challenges on the fly um, and changing the battlefield in dynamic ways. Um,
1: so, and that's not to say that you don't know the rules for everything.
0: No. Uh, I mean, like any person, God, if I was expected to memorize every single goddamn rule in Lancer or D&D or any game, uh, it's, yeah, no, it ain't happening. I'm not doing it. I have, I have ADHD, okay? I have a legal prescription to not remember all the rules.
1: I, on the other hand, read the rule books for fun, and I do know stuff. Uh, and so the reason I'm the rules designated driver instead of the rules lawyer is that I will lovingly try to course correct if something were to go crashing and terribly wrong, that we have to stop everything. Uh, to be honest,
0: that I mean, really, the only time we have to use you is if I'm like, wait, what's the damn. like grappling rules? <laughs> the grappling you.
1: rules when you're engaged with another. No, uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm just here
3: for a good time. Exactly. No, I mean
0: honestly, and um, I mean Dusty, you you uh, you played in my really cool, well, well, at least a couple of my most iconic combat encounters in the Damus Paradox. So, I think you can speak to how I've grown as a combat master in Lancer. Mikey, oh, edit this out.
3: Mikey, yeah, okay,
0: it's all out. my
1: fault. Mikey, edit. So for our, both our listeners, both of us saying, uh, Mikey, edit us out.
0: <laughs> oh my god! So, so for our listeners, we will be doing a modified version of Lancer combat. There will be things that I will rule on the fly or throw out. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Don't at me. Um, you know, literally. If you've ever listened to an actual play podcast that has a crunchy combat system, there's always shit that's not interpreted correctly or or correctly. I make a decision and I'm just going to stand by it as long as it's not impeding people's experience and making them feel like shit. Like, here's the thing. I want to make y'all feel like rock stars when you are Mm. playing this game. I want y'all to enjoy combat and to think that it is fun and to do cool stuff and to be badasses. That's what I want. Like oh. and as long as as long as you have fun, I have fun. As long as you have fun, the game is fun to listen to. And I'm personally not concerned about following the rules to the absolute T. However, I do have Mikey here to tell me if I'm just like I don't remember what this condition does hey Mikey what does it do you know like there are some things like that that are important but I'm I'm a little bit rules rules goosey bluey.
3: so uh, I'm glad y'all have listened to our first and last episode of the bringer on mech
0: <laughs> it was great well it lasted <laughs> yeah, Mikey edit God. the
3: podcast out
0: remind me to never do a podcast with my partners ever again this is a terrible never idea. do
2: the podcast with your partners ever again.
0: Thank
1: you. love ben. this. No, I don't we see a problem it. with that. I love this.
0: All right. Anyways, so before we sign out, um,
3: and remember y'all, remember y'all, bring your own Mac. So don't, don't sign forget off. to it check the uh, exposed reactor.
0: Yeah. And remember, uh, well, you better bring your own batteries because there's not going to be any out in space for you
3: Yeah, that's it. That's our call that's our ending right there. All right. (laughs)